What's going down, hip-hop world? This is the one and only Hip Hop Spot podcast, where we interview inspiring entrepreneurs within hip-hop and outside of hip-hop entertainment. And me, I'm your host, Brown96, all the way from Salinas, California, broadcasting to every motherfucker in the nation. Yo, this is the one and only Hip Hop Spot Podcast. For this episode, we have a special guest, Rob G. He has his own clothing line out in LA. He has, uh, he's a manager. He is a promoter. Yo, he's doing it all. I hope you guys learned a thing or two about this homie. And uh, strap your seatbelts on and get ready for the ride. So we got Rob, California Live, here on the show. Um, he's a promoter, uh, artist manager. Um, he's doing it all, man. Um, how's it going, Rob? Man, all is going well, man. All is going well. I'm very blessed, and I'm thankful to be a part of the show. I appreciate you having me tonight. And uh, I look forward to, uh, to you know, spreading the experience that I've had working in the industry and uh, all the ups and downs and all the things I've learned throughout time to uh, to help, you know, some other people kind of get a, a little bit of a gauge of what they might be getting into if this is something they want to do. For sure, for sure, man. Uh, now, uh, tell us a little bit of your background, man. Uh, you're from uh, San Diego, is that? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. I, I basically have been living in San Diego for about the past 15 years. Uh, prior to that, I, I actually lived in Mexico for a couple of years. I was a foreign exchange student down there. Spent about 10 years in Las Vegas. I was originally born in Anaheim. So I've kind of lived everywhere, man. I've done a lot of cool things. And I think that kind of helps me to uh, to be cultured uh, in, in all the different things I do. And I think uh, more than anything else, it was really an opportunity to just, you know, meet all kinds of different people and all kinds of uh, uh, different areas. You know, everything's different. You always got something to take from that. So, yeah, I currently live in San Diego, man. I do business out of San Diego. Um, as you can imagine, a lot of things I can pretty much do from my cell phone. Um, of course, going to events and things like that, uh, you know, it's it's more important to be there in person. Uh, but as far as a majority of the work, a lion's share of the work can all be done, uh, you know, from a computer, from a cell phone, and, and just really, you know, keeping the connections with people wide open that's really the uh uh, the best part about i guess doing business in 2016 the way we got the resources that we have today for sure for sure man uh so how long you been in the game for this man um i've been okay so my story um is pretty much starts right about 2011 i had initially started with a clothing line and that's kind of how i got my feet wet in the industry shout out Um, that clothing line by the way uh i'm sorry i shout out that clothing line Sure, sure. Um, so I, I own a clothing line by the name of LA High Apparel, LA.HI Apparel, A P P A R E L. I started that in 2011. Uh, really simple logo, simple design. And um, that really kind of got my feet wet in the industry. You see, when I, when I first started, I didn't know any rappers. I didn't know any people in the industry. I didn't know anyone, um, any kind of connection like that. I just kind of had the idea, uh, looked, did my homework into it, made sure it was original, that there wasn't anything even similar to it, and uh, pretty much just took the journey uh, in business. At that point in time in my life, I was about, I want to say 24 years old. I was working a full-time job as a machinist, so I had a couple other things going on, and, and it was just kind of more... I think the thing in starting the clothing line was it was really more about wanting to be my own boss, like wanting to have my own thing, you know, my own company. And, and An entrepreneur, now, right? I'm sorry, go ahead. An entrepreneur? 
Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I've always kind of had that that uh, that kind of uh, uh, want to do more, be more, earn more. And now, in retrospect, you know, five, six years later, uh, looking back at what I've done, um, it, it's definitely uh, very gratifying, and it's a lot different than I thought it would have been. But I, I think that, you know, uh, throughout, throughout the journey, um, it really just kind of shows you that you might start out doing one thing like I was with the clothing line, and um, you know, fast forward about five years later, if I if I hadn't have done that, I wouldn't have gotten to you know meet the people at California Live, be a be an event coordinator with them. I wouldn't have uh, developed the relationships that allowed me to to be an artist manager with with all the talent that I work with uh, both now and previously, and um, and also uh, even within the clothing also. Besides having my clothing line, I also broker a lot of other clothing lines from other famous individuals, or if you want to call it that, and um, other businesses, schools, things like that. So um, it really kind of uh, opened up the opportunity, I think, and of entrepreneurship. And I think the best term is a, is a serial entrepreneur. I think that that would be how I would describe myself. It's an individual who is a regular entrepreneur. They're going to open up a taco shop run that taco shop nine to five and and just be their own boss and it's a beautiful thing i think a serial entrepreneur we we want to do all kinds of different aspects of business you know um even with myself i own and operate my clothing line i also have a label under empire distribution i'm a label owner i uh, i do artist management i do event coordination and i make merchandise i'm a merchandise broker so um you know all the different hats that i wear i'm definitely happy to wear them and i think that you know my experience has shown me that if you know what you're doing in these realms uh you can find a way to make what you do uh lucrative you know and and uh, as well as ride the waves when it might not be so um so yeah if that answers the question a little bit uh started my clothing line 2011 um pretty much i just went out there and, and and got on the grind bro like like a lot of people you hear you know i went out you know to all the small uh shows all the local ones here in san diego and just kind of you know just just network with people politic kiss baby shake hands you know what i mean and um i i, I want to say rather quickly uh probably about six to eight months after i started i was able to uh actually network with people from doggy style records og cocaine man a real og in the game one of the most featured artists in the world um i was very blessed to to meet these people throughout uh the process and the journey and i owe all that to the people that i initially met down here a fellow by the name of flawless another good friend of mine jay west those were the people that i met through moving and shaking in san diego that allowed me to, to to build the bridges with these other people and um and even throughout that experience you know meeting them and, and, and working with uh, some of the bigger names in the game uh was very fruitful um i was i'm not currently but at one point in time i was mac lucci's uh management uh team i was a part of his management team and he's a doggy style records artist so i was very proud to to, to be able to wrap that flag and do as much work for him as i could and uh believe it or not uh mac lucci and myself we actually had a store uh, that was open in Hollywood. Like you'd literally walk outside and look to the left and 
the Hollywood signs right there. So um, oh, it's been a blessing uh, to have those kinds of opportunities to work with those people. And again, it's it's all part of the journey. You know what I mean? And also uh, uh, to play devil's advocate, it wasn't always all green. Um, you know, in, in business, certain things work out and certain things don't work out. Uh, certain relationships flourish and other relationships don't. Yeah. And I think that uh, as a businessman, your approach to business is going to be a lot different uh, than, say, if you're an artist or something like that. I think an artist is just going to have a different set of values and not to take anything away from the artists that are businessmen because i do know them as well but i think for the larger and again i i I feel i can speak on this because i've worked with hundreds of artists not personally but through booking with california live i've got a really good sample size of people to work with and i have just found that that artists are not businessmen typically and businessmen are not artists Mm -hmm. uh it's too many things to juggle um but with that being said man it was a beautiful thing every experience is always good because even when things might not go the way you want them to go uh you can come away from the situation uh, a lot more experienced and and a lot better for it so you learn what you do right you learn what you do wrong and and you move accordingly yep yep no doubt no doubt now tell us a little bit about that moment when you realized, you know, like, this is what I want to do. Like, this is it right here. I want to go all out and I want to go do it. I'm going to start now. Like, tell us that moment, man. That's a that's a really good question, man. I mean, I think that th- th- there's two parts to that feeling. The first part is the realization that you can do something that's yours i think that you know other entrepreneurs and even artists can feel me on that maybe the feeling when you make your first record uh to me it was the feeling of when i made my first t-shirt you know i started in a garage and of course grew from there but um i think that the first feeling of having something tangible that you did can really light the fire and i think that the second part of you know the second part of what i was talking about was when you actually start to make money off of what you do and when it becomes lucrative enough to where you can pivot what you're doing in life to go more toward your goals that you set initially because the reality of the business is and i think a lot of artists and even entrepreneurs can relate is things don't happen instantly and and in either the artist market the almost any venture of being an entrepreneur is a pretty saturated market unless you're doing something completely original and completely new Mm -hmm. um therefore when you're when you're dealing and trying to get ahead in a market uh or, or or a segment that is very saturated it's very hard to stand out because you're competing with some of these guys who have been doing it for quite some time and market share isn't exactly uh, uh, out there for people to just claim that hasn't already uh, had a stake in it. So I think that, you know, I think artists can understand what I'm talking about because again, you know, like I, I tell the artists that I manage and other artists that I work with, you're competing against, you're competing in a, in a time and a place and in a music climate where there's new artists every day and they're making music every day and they're making videos every day and they're dope videos. People are good at what they do. They have gotten really good. So when you have, when you're competing against that, 
what do you do differently? And I think, you know, my experience, the answer has been um, the, the pillar that you need to focus on more than anything else is your networking. I think that your you know, as many cliche sayings as there are out there, uh, your network is your net worth. And the people you work with and build with um, are the ones who can really open up some bigger doors in the future. So if that helped to answer your question, what was the moment that I realized it was go time? The first one was when I first made my t-shirt, and the second one was when I started making more money than I was making at my previous job, so uh, that was when I made the dive, and that was, I want to say, three years ago, and haven't looked back, bro. It's been a beautiful thing. All right, man, I'm going to go into one more question before we go into the new segment of this show called 21 Questions. Um, sure. One more uh, quick one. Um, so now, you said that you have, um, you've worked with other people to... Um, make clo- like a different clothing lines right now sure do you have employees under you for your own like uh you know things you sell um yes and no i as far as the material uh aspect and the garments and things like that i work with a shop so it, it's kind of neither here nor there as far as i yeah i have an art guy i have guys who make the items it's not me personally anymore it was when i started but it's not me personally anymore and um as well as social media i do have a team that helps uh, operate a lot of the social media commitments that i have um because not only do i have my own social media things that I got to cater to. I've got an LA High main page, Twitter, Instagram. I have a skate team that I run as well. Um, they all have their respective social media outlets, but for a lot of the uh, talent that I manage, I also assist to some varying degrees uh, the amount of uh, responsibility with their social media as well. So long answer, yes, I do. Short answer, in my day-to-day operations, I, I'd like to think that I work with them and they don't exactly work under me, if that makes sense. Okay, sounds good. So let's get into the 21 questions here. Um, it's going to be, uh, if you would like just to answer just a, with a quick answer, that'll be good because uh, this 21 questions, it's kind of a lot. Sure. <laughs> so, uh, all right, no here problem. it goes. So this no is 21 problem. questions with Rob. It is, okay, what motivates you on the day-to-day and what inspires you? Uh, the opportunity to earn and do more. All right. What would you say are the top three skills needed to be a great all-around business person? Because this is essentially a business, you know? Sure, absolutely. I think, uh, number one, your ability to communicate. Uh, That's a very important skill. Uh, I think that uh, another asset is to be very loyal and to be very honest about what it is you do. A lot of people think they can throw a white lie in the mix and get away with it, and uh, that doesn't always happen. And I think another skill uh, to, to, to the third answer would be uh, to really guard your reputation. Uh, in this industry, your reputation is everything. If it gets a black eye or it gets a dirty mark on it, it's sometimes hard to recover from that. I can't say I've personally experienced it, but I've seen a lot of careers, a lot of business relationships fall through because people weren't adamant about uh, guarding what it is that they do. So I think those are those are some of the three most important skills. Of course, be organized. Uh, be punctual the same things like almost any other job but uh, a lot of people just have to realize that they've got to take the initiative to do it when you're on the entrepreneurial side of the fence all right what have been some of your failures and what have you learned from them some of my failures great question um one it's 
it's a difficult thing. I can't say that I, I that some of my failures were not 100% my fault. And that last thing I want to do is be here throwing shade at anyone for things that might not have gone the way they wanted to go. So uh, with that being said, I think that, um, you know, owning or running a store, partnering on a store, I think that I reflect on that being a failure only in the sense that I could have done a lot more as far as the back end of everything that I needed to do, making sure paperwork was right, things like that, before I went forward and put my whole name, energy, resources, and everything behind it. So that, that I really learned from that experience. And I think the uh, really the, another big failure is sometimes I've, worked with in the past um some really big talent and i did not secure the paperwork i needed to secure as far as contractual obligations things like that Mm -hmm. didn't have the contracts done as they should have been done and um and i found that that came to 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 get me at times uh toward the tail end and again not throwing shade at anybody i'm not that guy but uh, i've learned in going forward everyone i work with everything i do it doesn't really matter uh doesn't matter the uh the business if it's show booking if it's management everything's just got to be on paper so that that would be my biggest uh biggest lesson learned in that aspect of business yeah man sometimes paperwork and uh contracts will like hold you back for different things man yeah i know yeah you gotta do it man you gotta do it yep all right how long do you stick with an idea before you give up on it wow um how long do i stick with an idea before i give up on it there are very few ideas that i feel i've given up on um i think that uh, a concept or an idea i'll usually work with it unless it proves to be uh, not something that's going to assist or be a great part of anything else that I'm doing. Um, so that that's kind of a, a very dynamic question, but I, I can't sit here and say that, oh, I've had this idea and it failed and I gave up on it. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, a lot of times, sometimes uh, the world will tell you something won't work and you've just got to go move forward, uh, whether you like it or not, you know? Yeah. All right. How many hours do you work a day on an average, like productive hours? Productive hours, honestly, it varies. Like today was a very productive day. I don't think I caught breakfast till about 3 p.m. Um, hmm. To give you a real answer, uh, on average, I'm anywhere from, say, five hours a day to 12 hours a day. If I'm hmm. running a show, um, I count the time traveling to and from the venue. It's all work. So there have been times where I've had crazy 20-hour stretches. Uh, so it really varies. But on average, I would say I... I probably come close to working a 40-hour week um, with all the different things that I do. All right. You married? Uh, single. Single. Okay. Kids? Single. No kids. Okay. No 30 years right. old, no kids, single, man. I'm married to the game. But you still have a family, though, right? Like You, yes, you still sir. stay in touch with the yeah. family. So now, how has yes, all this affected your family life? Um... I think it's been I think it's been a positive experience. I, I get a lot of support uh, from family. They really support what I do, and and they can physically see. I think that I think that for a lot of artists and their family relationships, they they are always going to try to advise to hey stick with school, go get a good job, so on, so forth. Do what the rest of the world does because as an artist, they can't really show their family what it is they're doing. Their family might not care about social media or something like that. Um, me working in the garment business and in the clothing industry um 
they can tell I'm very busy. I've got boxes of merchandise everywhere. I've got shelving. I've got an office. I've got, you know, it, it's very easy to see. I'm going to the post office every day, dropping off a bunch of packages. So, um, so it's 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 something tangible, and I think that reinforces their support for what it is I do. Um, but uh, overall, it, it's it's been really good. I mean, it's definitely been good. But uh, I do come from a more traditional family, so there there are always times when they're like, hey, you know go get a good job, so on and so forth. But um, I feel very capable in my abilities uh, that I can go work and get a job and, and, and be be an earner if I wanted to. It's just that I just don't elect to. I'm, I'm comfortable being an entrepreneur. I love setting my own schedule. I love the freedom that comes along with that. And uh, and it's been a very gratifying experience so far. Yeah. All right. How far are you willing to go to succeed? How far am I willing to go? Um, I am. I've came a long way, man. Quit my job, left everything behind, put it all on the line. So this is a full time uh, job know. for you, then, right? This is a full time thing. Yeah. Oh, very much. And and again, all the different businesses that I that I am a part of, that I work with, that I own, that I work in, um, I kind of often use this analogy. When you have multiple businesses, it's like a row of bicycles, and you're trying to pedal them all. So whatever you whatever you're pedaling at that moment is going to start to get you know pr progress, and the other bicycles will not as much. So you all you're always kind of juggling back and forth on keeping things moving. But I think that uh, overall, again, that's what defines uh, not only me, but other entrepreneurs like myself who might have quite a few commitments, but they're still able to do what they do. All right. What is your greatest fear in your field and how do you manage that fear? Greatest fear in my field, I think that um, there, are, there are two two different kinds of fears i think one is financial and one is on a personal level i think uh, on a financial level uh, for example if i'm working with california live we're doing a big show and um the event does not go as planned you know um there's a lot of money lost and that's real tangible money i mean you're talking into the tens of thousands of dollars can be lost in a night if if just the smallest thing can go wrong and and it can really cost you and on a personal level i think that um the relationships getting strained uh if i don't maintain my relationships i'm essentially not in business you know what i mean if yeah. i don't have my clothing accounts and i'm not making money off that if i don't manage these artists and and, and be and i'm uh, a productive part of their team then there is no merit to me earning money with what they do so um that's biggest nightmare but I, uh, again, I work hard and I don't feel that that is something I truly worry about on a day-to-day -day basis. However, on the flip side, sometimes artists or accounts can change up on their own, you know, their own merit. And that's part of the game too. So you take the good with the good and the bad with the bad. Exactly. Now on an average, uh, throughout all the stuff that you, you know, are putting together in your career, what is the one thing the one either the clothing line or you know putting together a show which of those bring in the most income um honestly the clothing the clothing has been the most lucrative uh for me and in my experience um i've worked with uh you know not only i mean just some of the artists that i've worked with and again i don't want to just sit here and drop names but we've done fantastic amounts of money um you know sometimes into the you know five figures uh in a very short amount of time 
um, on merchandise and merchandise sales. Um, and at the same time, that has also happened with shows. But I think on average, my experience, uh, the clothing, the clothing is really where it's at. Hmm. Okay. Have you ever had investors or sponsors or have you been an investor or sponsor? And how did um, you go ahead and, and find these investors if you have? Sure, sure. Um, on uh, To answer your question, me personally, um, with all the ventures that I've had, I've had no investors. I, I self-invest. I am my own investor. Uh, I'm very proud to do that. I realize that there might be more leeway if I would have an investor to accomplish some things I want to do. Um, but at this point in time, it's been I've been self-sufficient. And I've been moving forward, so uh, no problems there. However, on the other side with, uh, say, California Live, and um, everything I do is, is a, an event coordinator uh, on that team. Um, yeah, we do have a team of investors uh, that we work with for some of these shows. Um, if, if the show is a big enough uh, uh, production, um, we do seek investors and, and they have a, they, they sometimes can have a very uh, beneficial uh, return for their investment and their faith in what we do. And uh, securing those investors, that just comes, again, that isn't my primary function uh, with California Live. There are other individuals on the team that they have those relationships with the investors more so than myself. Um, but essentially, it's... It, I typically find that there are other people that work in the industry and they might be more, let's say, financial. They might have more financial uh, reach and stretch with their resources than we might have at any particular time to go ahead and go forward with an event as the opportunity presents itself. So it's kind of more, again, back to the networking. You network with the right people and sometimes uh, these things just really fall into place. For sure, for sure. Now, uh, this next question, I uh, it's it's actually one of my favorite questions, um, and yes. this comes from like that everyone actually f not follows, but I kind of I guess follows a blueprint of someone else's success. Now, sure. who has been your greatest inspiration through all of this? My greatest inspiration when I started with clothing. Um, one of the big things that I focused on was like, I have the same logo. I've had the same logo for five years. And my, my, the school of thought behind that was I, I, I looked at Nike. I looked at Adidas. I looked at coach. I looked at Louis Vuitton. They never changed their logo. Their logo is always the same. What you're paying for is the value behind the brand. Mm -hmm. So that was a school of thought that I had, except I wanted to apply that to more the underground clothing, the streetwear, and um, and those were kind of the mentors. But again, I never really um, there's a particular individual um, as far as who I model my business after. However, um, the entrepreneur that I uh, look up to the most would definitely be uh, Elon Musk. Uh, oh, he owns okay. SpaceX, PayPal. Tesla um, I think it's it's awesome what he's been able to do as an individual and I think that that person uh, probably motivates me to to try to achieve as much as I can uh, with the opportunities that I have man I know yeah I mean myself is actually ET Eric Thomas man he's you know a sure. great motivator you know gets you going um, all right sure. man you uh, you read a lot um, do I read a lot no honestly 
yes and no. I don't read uh, traditional books as much as I probably should. Of course, the classics and things like that I have. Um, but online, I am an avid uh, blog uh, fan. I'm a big fan of a website called Reddit. It's a blogging website. Mm. Um, so I do spend a good, am- a good amount of my day consuming media. I'm a news junkie. I always like to know what's going on, current events, things like that. So, um, yes, I read a lot online and on my computer and things like that but not traditionally paperback type of thing if that's kind of what you're asking about well actually my next question was going to be what is the book that um has inspired you the most but you know some people have certain books like you know um yeah like napoleon um hill and all that you know they talk about you know but um okay so now um everyone has strengths and weaknesses what would you say is your weakness Sure, sure. Well, to answer your last question real quick, because I do have a book that, that, and again, it might be cliche, a lot of people like this book, but I think it's for good reason, Uh, 48 Laws of Power by Robert Greene. I read that in high school. It's an excellent read. It really taught me how to deal with with people and it really taught me uh, a lot about the relationships you know when you're when you're dealing with people you're not really managing people you're managing the relationship and i think that uh 48 laws of power offered some great insight onto how to go forward with that that is definitely uh one of my most inspirational reads to answer that question uh now if you could please uh uh go ahead and ask me the second question again oh yeah uh as I was saying, uh, everyone has strengths and weaknesses. What would you say is one of your weaknesses? Um, one of my weaknesses, I think, is I was definitely too nice. I was too nice to a lot of people. I uh, didn't hold them as accountable as I should have. And um, and I feel that when people don't feel that pressure uh, to be accountable, they just aren't. And uh, it kind of goes back to my the, the thing we were talking about earlier with contracts, things like that. Like you just have to hold people accountable. I'm 30 years old. I come from a from a from a school of thought to where it's like, hey, if you tell me you're going to do something, you're going to do it. And when it doesn't happen, I lose all faith in that person. So I think I was definitely too nice to a lot of people, and um, that was definitely and probably still is to some extent uh, one of my biggest weaknesses uh, at this point in time. Yeah, for sure, man. Actually, yeah, so a lot of people are actually um, in that same boat, man, where um, they just, you know, they're too nice and they let things by just because of the fact that they don't want to say no. You know, it's kind of hard for some people, but uh, yeah, man. um, So now how do you go about in promoting shows? Like what is, I mean, do you have a, a strategy that you pretty much got down, you know, from the beginning, how when you started? Okay, uh, sure. Great question. Um, as far as promoting shows, it really depends on the show. Um, if it's a bigger show, you know, we, we go radio, we do Facebook promotion, we, we keep it old school, we take it to the streets, we have flyers, we have street teams. Um, but the biggest form of promotion for any show, big or small, are, are the openers, the opening artists who are part of the show. Uh, we count on them because they are already a presence in their market. And if you have good quality openers, they have followings, it helps to spread the word. I found that the openers are usually the most effective promotional tool uh, for putting an event together. The better quality openers the more known they are, the more serious about their business they are, the more reach and I think uh, productivity your event is going to have and vice versa. Uh, if, if promoters are just working with guys who don't really rap or just starting and they don't have a fan base or not pulling any people and they have a failed event, I find it's usually because they didn't have you know the right backing on the show. All right, man. Hold in there, man, because uh, there's a few, I mean, a couple more questions left, man. <laughs> no problem. No all problem right. at all, man. I'm happy to do it. 
Cool. Uh, what sacrifices have you had to make to be where you are now? Uh, a lot of financial sacrifices, I think, more than anything, and also personal sacrifices. Uh, financial, you know, I, I my, my my number one rule in business is I don't spend money unless it's going to make me some money. So oh, okay. if I'm going to spend a dollar, it's got to make me two. So I don't, I, I sacrifice. I might not always have the coolest new shoes or expensive clothing. And I'm a clothing guy. I've had thousands of pieces of clothing, but I don't actively go out and buy whatever's the latest and greatest. I don't know if that's a sacrifice to me personally. It's not um, to me. I, I just, that's just how I look at it. Um, and also I think uh, on a, on a personal level, um, it's hard to make relationships work. If you're a mover and shaker, you're always busy and people who are not busy, have a hard time understanding busy people so I think that that can put some strain on maybe more personal relationships uh, where that isn't as understood uh, uh, between a couple people so uh, I think that that's definitely a big sacrifice again as one of your questions off top I'm not married I have no kids you know I think that if I wasn't an entrepreneur or a businessman and I just worked a regular job and did regular things like everyone else which is totally fine uh, that would mean that a majority of my time I'd be out there more maybe trying to pursue something like that but the reality is that just wasn't in the cards for me at the time so you know i think that's probably i would say the second big sacrifice to uh to, to picking this uh this this path in life all right man and on to the last question man if you were to wake up tomorrow and found yourself starting from scratch from step one you still had the uh, knowledge and experience you have acquired but knew no one in the business what would you do in the next seven days? Next seven days, man, that, that is a great question. And I think it, it almost, I have a different answer depending on what angle, if we're talking clothing, if we're talking shows, if we're, you know what I mean? Um, but uh, I will go ahead and answer that in regards to clothing. Um, I think knowing what I know now, um, if uh, looking at it as a broker, I would just get up on my feet and either create a new brand, do something entirely new, go get it made right, and uh, try to network with the right people by going out to shows just like I did the first time, you know what I mean? Um, I think when it comes to promoting shows and, and kind of wearing that hat, the California Live hat, um, and not knowing anybody, it would be the same thing. It's just getting out there, talking to people, networking with people, letting them know it's what you want to do. Um, I'm a firm believer in voicing what it is you want, speaking things into reality. So when you when you see something, you've just got to go get it. When you want something to go a certain way, you've got to say it. You've got to just put yourself out there. And um, I think that I didn't know that when I first started. I kind of tried to play it by the rules, and there are no rules. So I, you know, I just tried to kind of keep it cool. Was real square. About a lot of things uh, that I did in business and now I'm a little more you know hip to the game I've definitely learned that you know I guess in this world man there are wolves and there are sheep <laughs> and uh, you, need, you need to pick a, you need to pick a path and you just got to go with it no that's true man hey it was a dope interview man I, I appreciate everything you know all the the knowledge you've acquired so far you know in your in your career you're you're helping out a lot of people man because a lot of people are pretty lost with their with their you know what's next in their in their path you know like they're trying to find out how to i mean they're in that in those shoes of that question the last question i asked you a lot of people are in those shoes right now trying to find out what's their next step for the next seven days but um i appreciate it man you want to shout out some of your um some of your websites um uh, social media pages 
Sure, sure, man. And, and you know, first and foremost, I, I appreciate you. I'm, I'm happy to be a part of it. I know when you reached out to me a couple of days ago, um, I, I love to take time and to just let people know, you know, my experience and that there are ways to go about it. There are ways to succeed. There are ways to network and there are ways to uh, to really build a business and find a way to make a path um, in, in this industry and really the few industries I work in. Um, you know, it, it's definitely an opportunity out there, but I always tell people, know um if this is something you want to do you really got to give it gusto because everyone else is trying to do it too so you know you really got to you really got to stand out ahead of the crowd um as far as websites and links um my clothing line um on all social media is a at lahi apparel lahi apparel my website is www lahiapparel.com simple as that I've got my background information some artists I sponsor uh, clothing of course so on and so forth on the website um, again I'm also an event coordinator for California Live uh, California Live their Instagram and social media is at California underscore live and their website is www.californialive.qapque ueapp.com we have all our events listed on there and um yeah you know anyone who's uh, out in the industry and they might know who i am or who i've worked with things like that i'm always a very approachable guy i'd like to think i make myself very available and either you know from artist management clothing shows whatever avenue it is that people are looking for i think a majority of people in the industry who know me know i'm always willing to uh, uh to share my experience lend a hand and and, and advise people as best i can as as much as i can any upcoming shows you want to uh, uh, promote um we've got a, i mean we've got a, a whole roster of shows man we've got two short we've got a bunch of shows going on but they're in markets everywhere i don't have them in front of me at the moment okay. um but what i can say is again check out our california live website californialive.qapp.com we've got all our shows listed there typically we do anywhere from 15 to 30 shows a month so we're definitely moving you know real heavy uh in in the industry as an agency i'm proud to be a part of it we strive to be different a lot of people have had great experiences with us we've worked with some top talent in the industry so i definitely invite people to check that out for any more information and um if they want to reach out to me personally uh best way to do it would be lahiapparel.com hit contact us uh that message will get to me directly all right man well i want to appreciate everything man and um you know keep doing your thing man you know keep supporting that hip-hop keep supporting the you know the whole movement man you know and you know i appreciate it man Absolutely, absolutely. Brian, I appreciate your time, man. I, I wish you all the best. Anytime you need anything from here, you want to hop on and do a follow-up interview, man, I'm always happy to, to share my experience. And even if one person hears this and they, they're better for it or they have a new perspective of how things work, I think it's a beautiful thing, man. I mean, when I started, I didn't have that person. I didn't have that mentor. I had to go do it myself. And I've learned, you know, reach one, teach one. Just be good to people. It always comes back to you. Good things happen to good people, man. So you just got to move, you know, just got to move right. So, uh, so yeah, man, once again, I appreciate being a part of the show, man. Thank you for having me. Uh, shout out to everybody listening. It's all love. And, uh, you know, keep it pushing at all times. Yeah, man, that's exactly why I'm putting this together, man. The hip-hop spot is for uh, for people to get inspired by people that are, are actually out there in the field doing what, you know, 
what these youngsters would like to be doing, you know, eventually. That's exactly because me growing up, I never had that mentor, never had that inspiration, that person telling me, you know, it is possible and this is the way that you can get started. You know what I mean? That That's why I'm trying Absolutely. to do this, you man, to help out people, man. Because like you said, man, each one teach one and that's exactly the model, the model that I want to go with, man. Cool. Absolutely, absolutely, no doubt about it, bro. I'm, I'm always, always happy to help people out, man. I've seen a lot of people, and there's a lot of talent out there. You know, you and I have worked on a business level before. It's always yeah. been a great experience. So, you know, I'm, I'm happy to help, man. I'm happy to be a part of anything, and and you know, hopefully, other people can take uh, from this something positive to you know either motivate them or get them to want to be more, do more. For sure, man. All right, man. Well, you have a good night, man. Thanks for everything. I appreciate your time, bro. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye. All right. You had just been tuned in to another episode of that Hip Hop Spot podcast. Me, I'm the host, Brown96, checking out for today's episode. Tune in to the next episode every single Monday, and I'll try to stay as consistent as I can. You know, everyone has their own thing, but, um, you know, I'm just a human being, you know, just like you, and trying to get things cracking, too. All right. Till next time.